welcome to... All right. Sounds good. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. It is another beautiful day here in the Twin Cities, and I am so grateful to be here with you today. I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We so appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us at 612-999-3426. You can also contact us on our website at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listen to our previous shows. We look forward to hearing from you. We are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our radio shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcast and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. All right, joining me in a few minutes is Kyle Woody, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. Kyle will, dis- will discuss what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime, and that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. He also believes that every guy has the potential to rise to that challenge and to bring to it his boldest and most confident self. Reflecting on his experience as a primary caregiver for his spouse with metastatic colon cancer, he realized many of the same principles of excellence, leadership, and teamwork that he preached in his professional career should have been applied in his caregiving role. In 2014, he co-founded and became executive director of Jack's Caregiver Coalition, an organization improving the way guys think, feel, and act through every phase of their caregiving journey. Jax is a nonprofit hospitality company with no paywall for their services. Their programs are all designed to connect caregivers with others who have successfully navigated the same terrain. Some of the services are for men only, and some are for caregivers of any gender. You will enjoy listening to my conversation today with Kyle Woody. All right. If you have questions for us today, there are two ways to reach us. First, by calling the AM950 radio station and our friendly show engineer, Dan, will get your call on the air. Our phone number is 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205. Or if you're shy, you can just text us your questions at 612 999 34 Now, don't worry. If you've missed our contact numbers, I'll repeat them throughout the show. All right. I want to welcome my guest for today's show, Kyle Woody, 
Executive Director and Co-Founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Thank you, Ken. It's great to be here. All right. Well, uh, great conversation before the show. I always uh, wish people could hear us uh, before the show starts. Um, great, great conversation. I appreciate you being here today. Um, but before, before we give our, get into our conversation about the Jack's Caregiver Coalition, the audience loves to learn about you, the guests. And if you want to just give us a little background about yourself, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you, Ken. It's a, it's I'm honored to be here. I'm humbled by the opportunity to share my story and the and the story of our organization. I grew up in Texas and I've been in construction my whole life. And in 2011, my spouse was diagnosed with metastatic colon cancer. And right in the first like season of that experience, we had some dear friends that wanted to come hang out with us. And we were excited, Sarah and I, and um, had their whole week planned. And at the dinner table that first night, they told, they told us uh, that they were there to serve me. Mm-hmm. And, and I was shell-shocked um, because prior to that moment, I had never even considered myself in all of this. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I said, well, you know, I don't need to be served. I'm not sick. Uh, she's the one who needs your, your help. And, um, but luckily they were stubborn and they, they persisted. And so since I didn't need help, they asked her, what does he need help with? And she <laughs> said, well, the garage is a mess and the deck needs to be stained. And, you know, all the things that in the grand scheme of things, we didn't really care about, but, but we had help. So, yeah. uh, Sarah had the wisdom to point them point their calories at those things and um and but at the you know at that dinner table they went on to explain because of my confusion like why why were they there to serve me um and and it was a friend of theirs who they consulted before they came to visit because they said hey we're you know we've never been in this situation kids uh colon cancer and um and what do we do for this family that will make a difference? And he told them, serve the caregiver. Mm-hmm. They're always forgotten. And and his name was Jack. Mm-hmm. And so he's the namesake of our organization. I am not Jack. Mm-hmm. I am constantly referred to as Jack. Um, <laughs> but that is a little bit of background. But I come to this work um, through through experience with my personal life. I don't have a background in social work. I don't uh, have a, um, you know, ther- therapy skill set, uh, although I think I, I kind of have, have naturally skilled at some of these things. But I, you know, spent my career in construction, like mm-hmm. scheduling projects, managing budgets. Um, and in 2014, we founded the Coalition but it was 2018 when it became a full-time gig for me. So for the first few years, it was nights and weekends. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's a little bit of how I, how I came to be sitting here in front of you. <laughs> well, it really hasn't been that long then. I mean, it's been like four years since you went full-time or, well, six years, I guess, full-time in serving in this capacity. 
Yes. Um, and uh, I was just going through your website, and uh, so even even during the the pandemic, you guys were were growing. You had breached a million dollars of donations or in kind donations and things in twenty twenty two. Yep. Um, and uh, it just seems like you guys are growing, and you know, as much as I do all this all this uh, work in the senior care area and hospice and things, I've never heard of you guys. Yeah. So I, I mean, I just that's why I do this show. I just love getting the word out about organizations that have a passion for helping others, and that's that's the only requirement to be on the show here. Yeah. You have to have a passion for helping others. Right. I don't, I don't care what it is. <laughs> just have a passion for helping others. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you guys have that. I'm I'm so excited to talk to you this hour about the things that you're doing and, yeah. and how 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 the the listeners and the public can help support what you guys are doing. Right. Um, uh, yeah, right. we're pretty good at doing the work and specifically, uh, you know, showing up for people. But where we where we can improve is telling people about it, like getting well, out there in the community and sharing the stories. Right. Right. And as we talked before the show, um, it's so easy to focus on the building and so easy to focus on creating and the serving. But if you don't tell anybody about it, right. it doesn't go anywhere. And yeah. as I told you, you know, um, for the first uh, first part of Minnesota Hospice, it was all about promotion. It was just trying to get the word out that we're here, we're doing something a little bit different, um, and uh, it, it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of energy <laughs> to do yes. that. But but that energy turned into this radio show, and so it's it's um, it's worth it. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Especially the things that you have going on here. Um, I'd love to talk about that. You now um, on the intro. Uh, you know, we I, I read that it's it's not just about men, even though that is a focus. But but you guys support all genders that yes. are there's that are in that caregiver mode. Um, could you talk more about that? And you know, you talked about the Genesis story a little bit. How you kind of got started. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I think the so we have uh, like a lot of agencies, we have a whole myriad of, of programs. Um, but I'll, I'll just mention the top two that I think mm-hmm. um, would address that. And and when we talk about guys only and our and our mission being focused on men, the the thing that we we generally present to to any new caregiver that we meet is is our Jack to Jack program, mm-hmm. which is, in a nutshell, we're going to figure out your story, uh, your situation, as much about your demographics as possible, and try to search our database of, of coaches who are volunteers, mm-hmm. who have uh, been through, in, in many cases, unspeakable things. And, and, um, and they have this, this wisdom, they have this... Uh, this need to turn what is often a lot of pain into purpose. Mm-hmm. And we we just, as an organization, we just connect these gentlemen, introduce them to one another, and get out of the way, you know, mm-hmm. um, and allow them to figure out when and how they want to connect. Is it a coffee? Is it a beer? Is it a Zoom? Is it a phone call? Is it texting? You know, we don't get in the business of directing how the connections happen. We just we want those connections to happen. So that's our Jack to Jack program. 
Um, it's really how the organization started. Um, when I first met my first co-founder and wanted to fix his stuff like <laughs> that family did for me, I was like, I want to I want to clean your gutters. I want to – he's like, dude, I live in a townhome. Like I don't need – that <laughs> let's just grab a beer at lucky 13s on 494 right right here because he worked at the best buy hq at the time and and so that's what that's what showing up for him looked like you know that's that's what he needed all right well we're at the end of the first segment here kyle so we're going to cue you out here we'll be right back folks to continue our conversation with kyle woody executive director and co-founder of jack's caregiver coalition And Kyle is sharing with us what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime, and that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. And he also believes that every guy has the potential to rise to that challenge and to bring to it his boldest and most confident self. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about helping you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Kyle Woody, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. And Kyle is sharing what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime. And that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. If you have a question for us, please give us a call. This is a very important topic, and I I want to make sure we do answer any questions that you have out there. Uh, You can call us at 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205. Or text us directly at 612-999-3426. Kyle, how can our listeners contact you if they have questions or want more information? They can text or call my my line directly, 952-828-5490. And they can also email me at kyle at jackscaregiverco.org. Yeah, and the website you have is fantastic, one of the best I've seen. Um, I've been doing this a long time. But it's Jack's Caregiver Co. Short for coalition. So Jack's Caregiver Co.org. Yeah. Many of our listeners kind of follow along with us on websites when they're yeah. listening. So I want to make sure I give them that because there's a ton of great information here. Uh, I'd love to uh, delve more into that if we have time. But you have just tremendous stories there about how you have helped, your organization has helped guys in that role that they are sometimes reluctant to jump into <laughs> yeah. or, or, or really, you know, like as we talked on the break, there used to be a husband or a father or a son or brother. And all of a sudden they're, they're kind of thrown into this caregiver role and it can be daunting. Yeah. Well, I think it, it's, it's maybe a good thing to consider why is our mission uh, important? Mm-hmm. Our mission to improve the way guys think, feel and act through every phase of their caregiving journey 
if you've not been a caregiver, you may not understand why that makes any sense. Um, if if you are, you probably do uh, mm-hmm. because you've been there. Um, but I, m- what I see is is a culture that we we live in, and men especially struggle with this. That I call the hero fixes it alone, mm-hmm. and that is the problem right because <laughs> <That's laughs> like, we're guys we like to if the chain comes off the, the sprocket on the bike we get excited because we know how to fix that mm-hmm. put the chain back on mm-hmm. and 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 we're at least i and many of the men that i know were just brought up to being taught that excellence is you do not ask for help mm-hmm. you don't need the help you're independent and you can solve these problems on your own. And so when we get in a situation where the problem isn't solvable, really, mm-hmm. and that we're going to continue to try to be the magic in every situation for for more and more d- disease and, and health crises, are, it's an endurance race. You know, yeah. these can be decades. Yes. These, these stories, they're no... But very few of them are that intense, acute kind of story. They're more and more – this is an endurance race. And so when you start to consider <clears throat> that and that you're, you, you're, you're going to do this alone for how long? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that, that, that I think is just something that we're, we're challenged with. Uh, on a daily basis, when we see guys who uh, will hear from from their the, their their loved one often, mm-hmm. who is the female who calls mm-hmm. us and says, "Hey, I'm I'm really worried about him. He looks like a deer in the headlights." Um, I've even had the guys call, and sh- you know, she's listening in the other room. <laughs> she made me call, <laughs> you know? and and. I, and so, you know, we try to meet them where they're at. You know, sometimes these gentlemen are not ready for uh, support. You know, they're, they're just – they need – they want to build a relationship first or – but we try to, you know, hey, you want to hang out and talk about hockey? Let's hang out and talk about hockey. You want to go grab a beer? You want – like what does – what does – because so often they're just isolated. Yes. They're extremely isolated and when you can give them a taste of like, hey, you're not in this by yourself anymore, um, that starts to turn on the, some light bulbs and open up their heart and their mind to the idea that, hey, you know, there's been other people who've been through this and I could I could learn from them. And it's really cool to see, see that happen, uh, to just consider another way. And, mm-hmm. and I like to shine a light on the guys who – because they're out there, they, they they hear the diagnosis, they call us the next day, wow. and they say, "What is this? What is care? What is a caregiver? What does it mean?" Oh, right. You know, the, and and they just surrender themselves to to the to all the people in our coalition or um, whoever therapists uh, counselors they become a sponge and and they and and so. That's what I admire. Yeah, that's that's what I believe. Where we're headed as a society to to teach men that that's what excellence looks like. 
is is to have the humility to say, "Hey, how can you be good at this thing you've never done?" Right. Right. And 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 if you're gonna do it by yourself, um, how much longer will it take? For you to figure out some of the cheat codes, <laughs> yeah, like you can just talk to people and they can be like, "Yeah, that isn't maybe a solvable thing." You're just going to have to make peace with that particular part of this. Or, hey, this part over here, there is a cheat code for that, and here it is. Call this number or talk to Ken. You know, yeah. like the those things um, they get me really excited when I see see the gentleman. Uh, come to the conclusion that this is a team sport mm-hmm. and that going at this alone is not sustainable you know that that was my story yeah and that's why I'm so passionate about this yeah it's because I've seen that movie and it doesn't end well <laughs> right. you know? right. it it uh my my wife when when we found out her disease was no longer stage three it had metastasized. And we went back to the clinic that first time, and our lovely hospice, or not hospice, our lovely oncology nurse, mm-hmm. uh, Nikki, I'll never forget her. You know, we had already rung the bell, left, and, you know, done with the chemotherapy, but we were back, and Nikki sees Sarah from across the room. And she goes, Sarah, what are you doing here? And Sarah crumbles to the floor, oh. just collapses. And Ken, I stood there like a horse in a pasture, <laughs> stoic, and and I didn't know it at the time, but I was not going to feel this. Yeah, that's it, right. It's too much. I can't. Uh, I'll melt. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had built this fortress around me emotionally that was going to prevent any of that from creeping in. Because what would happen? And that was a that was a mistake that yeah. I'm hoping to help others not make. Yeah. We're going to pick up on that on the next segment here. All right, folks, it's time for a short break. We'll be right back with our conversation with Kyle Woody, executive director and co-founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. Kyle is sharing what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime, and that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. If you have a question for Kyle, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or you can text us your question at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I need a place to hide away, oh, I believe in yesterday. They slip away across the universe Pools of sorrow, waves of joy Are drifting through my opened mind Possessing and caressing me All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about helping you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Kyle Woody, <clears throat> Executive Director and Co-Founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. And Kyle is sharing with us what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime. And I believe that's true after talking to, to Kyle here 
and that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. But before we return to our conversation with Kyle, I want to mention this show, This radio show is brought to you in part each week by the team at Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an independent, locally-owned medical practice serving our Twin Cities communities with comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice provides patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care services. You may not be aware that hospice brings compassionate medical, social, emotional, and spiritual services to your home with typically no cost to you or your family. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you and your loved ones. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They have nurses available to answer your questions 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022. Or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, let's return to our conversation with Kyle Woody. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. Kyle, how can our listeners contact you if they have questions or want more information? They can reach me directly at 952-828-5490. Call or text that number, and they can also email me at kyle at jackscaregiverco.org. And find Jack's online. I just recommend Googling Jack's Caregiver Coalition because as far as I know, we're the only one. It'll pop up. <laughs> and I want to encourage people, go to that website. Uh, the information there is invaluable. It's done so well. There's tremendous stories. Uh, you will be – once you go there, you'll have a hard time leaving it. It's just uh, – it's a great website. And it really talks to the things that we've been talking about here. But um, – I know the listeners are wondering about your story about Sarah. Um, yeah. If you could continue on with that. Yeah. So she, she, she being Nikki, when when Sarah had collapsed to the floor, right? Like yeah. she, I think that um, Nikki's call just overwhelmed her because we we were in that that phase of like this can't be real. Like right. this is a dream, right? Like yeah. we're gonna wake up. And then it's like, there's Nikki. And no, this is real because she just found out. And and I, when I reflect on that moment, the reason I think it stands out to me amongst all the memories is I I can I can feel myself not feeling <laughs> what the moment right right. And and I had shame that because what what did Nikki do? Nikki came running from across the clinic. For your she, wife. For my wife yes. who was on the floor. Yes. And she got on the floor and held her. And Ken, that's what I regret is that I didn't, you know, because it was too much. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was too close to the fire, so to speak. And so I admire people like Nikki. And I want to become more like Nikki. And I know lots of guys who are like Nikki. Uh, and the more that I meet, the more encouraged and optimistic I become. Um, but that that's just 
that moment um, just helped me see see things differently. You know, it, it illuminated a bigger story, which was I'd been walking through my whole caregiving journey that way, mm. not feeling, not yeah. just segregating my 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 actions from from the feelings, and just trying to stuff that over here because uh, that's hard. Yeah. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't. I have to. I have to be Sarah's cheerleader. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the the optimist here. Mm-hmm. I have I hope is is my job. You know, I have mm-hmm. to keep shining the light that that we're going to be okay. That she's going to be okay. But at some point, you know, when do you look around and say, um, "This is horrible. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely horrible." And and that doesn't mean we give up right. <laughs> or we throw in the towel. It's just at some point, uh, I, f- I think that what we need are, are people to crawl down in the foxhole mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. and just sit in the puddle like Nikki did. And and that's a superpower. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that, that – Nikki, I hope you're listening to this because uh, you're an inspiration. Yeah. Well, I, I work with – Amazing nurses and caregivers, and I tell you, they are angels. I mean, they're just absolutely. They, they, they um, you and I are very, are very blessed to be able to work in these areas that we work into because we we see the reality of life. And uh, and again, it's so interesting. I, I talk to guys quite often, and we are so good at compartmentalizing. It's yes. amazing how we can just put everything in a box, yeah. put it in a drawer. And there's, there's, it's just so fascinating to me that you know, there's a book out called Feelings Buried Never Die, and those things are there. Yeah. And, and, and again, we don't want to burden our spouse or burden our, the person that we're caring for with we all said, that. Yeah, right. For we, sure. We want to protect them. Right. Yeah. So this is, a, this is why one of the great things that you guys are doing is giving a guy a chance to share that. Yeah, give, give them, them a out. space. Give yeah. them, give them uh, someone to bear witness to, to that a valve, uh, a release, and and you know it, it can't. There are times when that that you know that skill of compartmentalizing, mm-hmm. I believe, is 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 absolutely crucial. It's survival. You know? We have yeah. to get through this, and and um, you know there's a time for it, and but there's also. I've heard the analogy like th- these emotions can be like your GI track, you know, and if things get stuck in there, right. <laughs> you're going to have problems. Like right. you got to you got to process this stuff. You got to mm-hmm. move it through the system. And and so many of us don't. And then and because we don't, it comes out sideways. You know, it comes out That's as anger. Right. It comes out as um, just be- depression, you yeah, know, anxiety. Uh, our family and and that's the reason I think for those phone calls we get right like he's a deer in the headlights like he's despondent he's right. he's not himself right. and that's what we want for them we want them to find themselves yeah. we want them to get back in touch with who they are mm-hmm. and find better balance because caregiving is so often I think we, we as men especially women too when we step into this role we we become laser focused on our person. Like mm-hmm. they are the center. They already were probably, but now yeah. 
um, how dare we even think of our own selves? Absolutely. Like how cavalier and how selfish right. is that? But I'm here to tell you it's essential and that if we are called to show up for our families and, and mm-hmm. the people that we love uh, and, and they want us, mm-hmm. they, they want the kin that they grew up knowing, right? They don't want some weird, despondent version of Ken. They right. want they want Ken, and and the way that we can do that is, you know, the golden rule: uh, love others as you as you love yourself. Right. right. That's right. We that transcends religions. Most most people oh, yeah. can agree that that's a pretty sound way to live your life. Mm-hmm. The problem is we focus exclusively on the others. Right. We but. Think about it. It implies what? That you love yourself. That you love yourself. (laughs) That you should love yourself. Yeah, as you love yourself, meaning to me as much. Right. So there's – we have to find balance in these things. And I can tell you almost every single caregiver I've spoken to, Ken, doing this work, that balance is not there. They're 100 percent focused on their loved one, and I've had people brag to me about that. Mm-hmm. You know, just how proud they are that you know I took care of so and so for so many decades, and I never once had any help. And we know from the statistics, over seventy percent of men will report they've had no help. Um, I think some of them are, are, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a success. But I I say <clears throat> let's consider how we could do that differently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been a great conversation. Um, we've got one more segment left. So if you have a question, folks, give us a call. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Kyle Woody, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. And he is sharing what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime. And that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. If you have a question, give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about helping you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Kyle Woody, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition. And Kyle is sharing what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime, and that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us your question at 612-999-3426. Kyle, how can our listeners contact you if they have questions or want more information? They can uh, phone call or text to 952-828-5490. That goes direct to my cell and email, Kyle at jackscaregiverco.org. All right. And the website, jackscaregiverco.org, is a great website. We're looking at it right now, folks. So if you're uh, at home 
um, check that out. They also have an app that they just launched, and so that's available on on the, the stores to download. iTunes, Google iTunes, Play. iTunes, Google Play, yeah. yep, yep. And, uh, again, great information on there as well. And, again, they've got a Support Us button. Uh, on the on the website as well as I'm sure the app as well, right? Yes, so. the the support you know that uh, I can speak on behalf of all caregivers. Yeah, we need your support. Absolutely. And the reason that we have no paywall for our services because of donors, who many of them are former caregivers, mm-hmm. and they received our support, and so they support us. And so thank you to our donor community, and we'll just invite anyone who wants to support caregivers who've been asking, hey, how can I support you? And the caregiver's going, I don't even know which (laughs) way is up. Uh, Donate to Jax. Donate to other organizations who are supporting caregivers. It's a tangible way. And you can just say in in memory or in honor of and, and dedicated to and then let them know that you did that instead of waiting for them to tell you what to do. Be, be proactive. <laughs> <laughs> That's sometimes tougher, guys, to be proactive. Yeah. They, they do wait to get told what to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, last segment here, and uh, we're going to have to have you back, Kyle. This has been, uh, again, really touching me uh, in the profession that I'm in. Um, and like I said, I, I, you know, we, we see caregivers that are just completely burnt out. Yes. Um, male or female, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, taking care of a of a loved one with a chronic illness, and then eventually um, uh, bringing them into hospice, and then the, you know the caring process at that point, and that we come along and walk along with them. Uh, but uh, it's it it is exhausting, and it's something that people shouldn't do alone. Um, if you look back through history, households had three generations in them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now nowadays. We see it in our practice. We, you know, we got a daughter in in you know Europe with a job, and a son in California with a family, and yeah. and then there's there's you know, mom and dad. And like I told you, sometimes we walk in there, we don't know which one is the one that's dying, yeah, um, because they're just they're they're wiped out, they're exhausted, absolutely. And I just I, boy, well, you don't have to go alone, right? Right. That's, that's it, the message here. <laughs> it is, uh, and I think COVID really illuminated this oh. even more for us, right? That. Where, where our society has become more fragmented and digital connections are great, but sometimes um, we just become more isolated. And I would, a lot of caregivers will say, well, I don't have, you know, I'm not sick. And I say, well, I think you have isolation. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you have. And, and it's, you know, st- science is showing us it's, it's oh. deadly, like to the extent that, that, that smoking cigarettes well, uh, to some right. – and, and I'm not an expert on the science. I just know I've been there and I know what that yeah. feels like and I know um, that it's not, it's not a long-term strategy. Yeah. And um, so I th- it, it might be helpful for your listeners to hear like what they might experience if they were to engage with us. Yes. And I would, I would recommend just if they go to our homepage, there is on <clears> – <throat> About three-quarters of the way down, there's a button that just says click here to book a call with Jax. So that will give you access to the staff's calendar. You pick a time, a uh, 15-minute slot to just explore. Like, hey, I just want to learn about what's yeah. going on here and is it for me? It's obviously no cost and it, it is just a space for us primarily to listen mm-hmm. to you and say, okay, what does this person need? And, and then we have a – 
uh, the blessings of terrific partners in this community who do a whole variety of things that we do not do because we are not counselors. Mm -hmm. We are not therapists. We are not social workers. I came in from construction. You know, like I know how to build. <laughs> You're a, building, a builder, yeah. right? That's right. And 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 I'm building a community now, and right. and I'm I'm proud of the community that we've built and continue to strengthen. But we might discover in that call that hey, this person needs legal support. Mm -hmm. So go meet our friends at Cancer Legal Care. Mm -hmm. They can provide you free legal services. We might discover uh, that they need hospice. Yeah. You know. Meet our partners in the hospice community. Mm -hmm. What we're not—we don't see ourselves as the solution to most of these problems. We see ourselves as a valve to get you to where you need to go, and we're also probably going to discover in that call that you have isolation. And how can we move the needle on that? Let's introduce you to another gentleman who lives in your neck of the woods, who's roughly mm -hmm. your age. Who we find out do you have kids or not? Because we try to match people up based on similar challenges. You know, they're mm -hmm. facing and, – and someone who's just further down the road, right? Like they're, yeah. uh, they're, they're looking back. And, and the coaches who volunteer for us almost always report feeling that reverse mentorship of like, wow, I learned, I learned from him. That's right. And, um, and these guys, sometimes, you know, it's a, it's, it clicks and they become very close friends for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys that I coached, I was in his wedding. You know, these these friendships, right, yeah. that can emerge. Um, and that's not the expectation. Right. The expectation is just show up for each other. Um, but and, and we might decide, hey, you're looking for a group experience. So our caregiver clatch, which is twice a month in uh, Urban Growler, the, the brewery mm -hmm. in St. Paul. Upstairs, we have a, a co-ed. So this is also for women who are caregivers. But it's caregivers only. So we're, we create a space for caregivers to be real, to be honest, to talk about the brutal crap that they're going through yeah. and, to, and hear how other people have navigated, navigated those challenges. And, and so we might in that call decide, hey, the class feels like a good fit for you. Here's the time. Here's how you get uh, connected with that. We might, oh, the app is what you need because you don't live anywhere around here and you're not able to drive to the clatch, but you want to connect with other caregivers, do it on the app. That that would be my recommendation. If you want to learn more, book a call. Book a call. Yes. All right. We're going to have to leave it there, Kyle. This has been great. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. All Kyle. right. We're at the end of the show, folks, and I want to thank Kyle Woody, executive director and co-founder of Jack's Caregiver Coalition, for sharing what he believes to be one of the biggest and most important challenges a guy can face in his lifetime, and that is to be a caregiver for a loved one facing a health crisis. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can reach us anytime by voice or text 612-999-3426. Join us again next Saturday at noon for another broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life until next time, choose to live well.